Welcome to the podcast to amplify show, the podcast for women leaders who are ready to spend less time feeding the algorithm and more focused time leveraging podcasting as a strategic tool to accelerate their business growth. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender, podcast launch strategist, mom of one and Netflix chocoholic. You're in the right place if you want to learn everything you need to know about creating a strategic and intentional podcast that attracts high quality leads and visibility opportunities for your business. Now, are you ready to amplify your voice impact and revenue? Then let's head into this week's episode. Hey there, and welcome to episode 95 of the podcast that amplifies show. Happy Monday. I hope you had a lovely weekend. In today's episode, I'll be sharing with you three episode types or episode ideas that have worked really well for my clients in terms of nurturing their podcast audience and converting into their paid programs. So I did a little bit of an exercise a few months ago where I looked at my most successful clients and I really wanted to see if there were any sort of commonalities. Of course, all of them had my podcast strategy using my framework, but I also wanted to see not just my new clients, but my longer term clients, what was working well for them and what led to the results that they were achieving. And one of the things that came up or was highlighted to me was this thing around episode types. And so I started to use it for my own show and I started implementing it with new clients as part of their podcast strategy. And I think there's definitely something here. A lot of podcasting business owners tend to just kind of fall into one type of piece of content. But I am of the belief that you need a range, right? You need, not only do you just need content that is directly linked to your content pillars, which again is a part of the podcast strategy that I create for my clients, but you also need to have a variety of episodes to meet your ideal listeners slash clients where they're at in their journey. But your podcast is also multifaceted. Is that the right word, multifaceted? In terms of it's not just there to help you gain clients. If that's your only goal for your podcast, then you're doing this for the wrong reasons. A podcast, yes, can help you generate leads for your business, but there's other ways that can help you grow your business. For example, if you want to be a paid speaker, you know, you want speaking gigs and to be paid so that you can show up for 45 minutes and share your expertise, your podcast can help you achieve that. And so that's where the sort of episode types were born. But before I go into the nitty gritty of these episodes, I want to be really, really clear. The first thing you need to think about when it comes to converting your listeners into paying clients is you need to have a deep understanding of your ideal listener. And I'm not talking surface level. Like when I have my strategy sessions with my clients, this is the piece that takes up a huge chunk of time because I'll answer a question and my clients will normally give a very general or very surface level response. And then the questions continue until I feel like we have like a good chunk of information that will help you create content specifically for this person. So some of the things we dig into are, of course, the demographics and the psychographics, really, really important. 
but also what attributes do they have? So I found it helpful to think about your best clients that you've worked with and think about, are there any sort of common attributes across those two or three best clients? What pain points does your ideal client have? What desires does your ideal client have, right? So just grab a piece of paper and a pen, draw maybe four columns, however best you work, and just really jot this down. And when you think that you are finished, keep asking yourself the question again so that you have a comprehensive amount of information that can support you in creating this content that will help you convert your podcast audience into your paid programs. These episode types aren't just designed to help you attract aligned clients who will get the best results working with you, but we also want them to feel confident in you as the expert and your offer. This is how you can shorten the buyer's journey on your podcast. So by carefully creating these different types of episodes, you can establish your authority, you can build trust, you can grow, of course, an engaged and loyal audience and ultimately nurture and convert your listeners. That's where the power of strategic episodes come in. Now, this is just going to be a small piece of a podcast strategy. This isn't something that I give to my clients and say, go off, do this. This piece comes after we have created their podcast strategy. So if you don't have a podcast strategy currently, that is where I believe that you can start or should start. I'm not saying that this episode won't be helpful, but there's so much more that goes into using your or leveraging your podcast as a lead generation tool than just these episode types. So I just really wanted to make that very, very clear. So let's get into what these episode types are. So as I said, there's three. I'll share each one with you, plus the goal for that type of episode. And I'll also give you an example so that you can walk away kind of with an idea um, and a couple action steps that you can take so that you can implement. That's what I want you to be able to do, be able to implement this straight away, especially if you've already got a podcast. Okay, so type number one, is the expertise slash authority episode. Now these, depending on your overall podcast goals, these could serve two different purposes. So goal number one is to demonstrate your thought leadership and build authority in your industry. This is perfect for you if you want to be a paid speaker. Goal two is to help your listeners slash clients build that no like trust factor and position you as the coach, consultant, therapist, brand designer, whoever's listening to me right now. We want you to be positioned as the expert to help your listener move from problem to transformation. So those are the two primary goals for this episode type. Now, in terms of an example, so expertise, if you use a framework or a method as part of your process of getting your clients' transformations, that would be a good way to showcase your expertise. Now, I'm not saying that you have to share the whole kitchen sink because <laughs> some people feel a little, like they want to keep a little bit back. But is there a small part of your framework that you could share in a podcast episode that will help your clients, of course, build that no like trust, 
but also see how you and this framework could be the solution they're looking for. And then when it comes to the authority piece, so again, the paid speaker opportunities, a polarizing belief works really, really well. If you don't have any polarizing beliefs, I'm not saying that you need to go and find one. If it doesn't align with you, that is a okay. But if there are certain things that you believe, then do an episode about that. So let me give you an example. If you tuned into the last episode where I had a really lovely conversation with my client, um, but also I hired her. <laughs> so Debbie, she's a quiz funnel strategist. And one of the things that she is really, really against is bro marketing. Like she hates it and she has personal experience of it as well, which is usually the case, right? We don't, we do what we do and it, a lot of it comes from experience. But in terms of Debbie, one of her, she's launching a podcast soon, tomorrow, in fact, um, the Debbie Does podcast. And as part of her strategy, her, I think it's her third episode is going to be around that polarizing belief. I can't remember the, the, the name of the title. I think it was something like why bro marketing needs to go into the bin, right? But it's something that she really believes in and something that she wants to speak about. So what is it for you? What polarizing beliefs do you have? Now, a little quick tip here. Your expertise episodes shouldn't be your typical how to do something step by step. Not saying that there's anything wrong, but speaking from personal experience, if you go back to season one and season two, a lot of my content was step by step. I didn't know any different back then, but you know, I thought that that's what I needed to, to do in my podcast. People can listen and then they can go and start a podcast on their own. Um, and that doesn't serve you because what you want to do is to give them an even bigger and better transformation in your paid offers. But when you're just giving them step by step and, you know, they go and implement it, there's some things that are missed. So these episodes shouldn't be your typical educational episodes. They should definitely be value-based, value-driven. But more importantly, this is content that positions you as an expert and demonstrates how you help your clients get results. So episode type number two, belief shifting. The goal of this type of episode is to help your listeners see things in a different way so that they can take the steps they need to take, i.e. work with you to get the results that they want. So a really good example of this is handling objections. We all get objections in our business, like when we are talking with potential clients. What are those objections for you? I know for me, a huge objection when it comes to starting a podcast is, will I have the time? I don't have the time. The big thing is time. And I get that because we're busy. A lot of us are solopreneurs. We might have, we might obviously outsource here and there. But a lot of us don't have this huge team that's doing everything for us. And so where I think a lot of people go wrong when it comes to a podcast is they think it's going to be another thing. And so I'm here to educate or shift that belief in that, no, all your marketing, all the content creation that you're doing at the moment and the time that you're spending doing that will be halved by you and using a podcast instead. So in actual fact, 
instead of thinking that a podcast is going to be another thing for you to do, what if it replaced what you're doing at the moment that's not even strategically aligned? Because, you know, you're doing stories every day, you're doing, I don't know, three to five posts and reels and collabs, and then you're doing an email and it's all kind of not connected. When actually you can just take a podcast episode, record for 20 minutes, chop it up, and you've got content for the week, but it's all based on the same sort of theme. So it's all cohesive. What are some of the objections that you get from your clients? I highly recommend what I say to my clients is, you know, go back to intake forms, go back to testimonials. If you record your discovery calls, watch those back to see what are coming up. There will be some that are so obvious to you, but what I love about podcasting is that our content comes from our clients that we've already worked with. You don't ever need to stop and think about what am I going to talk about my podcast today? Because your content is inspired by your clients. And then episode type number three is sales. Now the goal of this type of episode is to highlight what's possible so that your listeners slash clients can envision those results are possible for themselves and make an empowered decision to take the next step to work with you. Now, the perfect example of this type of episode would be a case study episode. Um, I interviewed my client, I think it's episode 56, where I had a conversation with my client, Danielle Swim. So when you do this, it could be a current client or it could be a past client. It really depends. But you want, the ideal person is someone that has seen results from working with you, who's happy to share their experience of working with you and specifically around where they were when they started working with you, the transformation and results that they achieved, and then how your offer helped them get from point A to point B. So this doesn't have to be a long-winded episode between 20 and 30 minutes tops, but you definitely want someone who's going to sing your praises, right? Someone who absolutely loved working with you is a loyal um, client, your biggest fan. So be really strategic around the person that you choose. Um, I think my conversation with Danielle, we definitely talked about her experience working with me for her launch, the results that she achieved. Like she launched her course two weeks after her podcast launch and it was her highest sales. And I think it was her third or fourth time launching that course. Having her on the podcast to share her experience, especially for her to share those results. My listeners, i.e. you, if you want to head back and listen to it, actually, they can see what is possible from working with me to set up their strategy, but also what's possible from just even starting their podcast. Okay. And what I like to talk to my clients about is just getting a healthy balance between these three episode types. Now, I do have some sort of a rough estimate. So episode type one, expertise and authority, I would say 45% of episodes. Then we have the belief shifting episodes, 50-ish percent and sales is 5%. Like we do not want to keep creating sales episodes. That's not what your listener is here for. And there's other ways that you can sell on your podcast. I'm actually going to, that's an episode coming up in the next couple of weeks, but you can definitely soft sell 
You can talk about your clients in other episodes. You don't always need to create these sales episodes. So I think these sales episodes are good to do like one a quarter. Like we don't want to bombard your audience with sales episodes. Now, I will say, however, that since starting my quiz, I created a quiz recently where you can find out your business podcast personality. If you've not taken it yet, head on over to www.toobusytopodcast.co.uk slash quiz to find out what your podcast personality is. But how I'm using the quiz in tandem with these episode types is, for example, if someone, if a client is an authority, there might be a lot more focus on the authority slash expertise episodes. So the 45, 50%, 5% ratio will change. So maybe that's, you know, 70% of episode type one, 25% belief shifting episodes and 5% sales. That's kind of how I'm doing it or using the two together. So there's no, you must do it this way. I just know for type three, your sales episodes, we want to keep those to a minimum. Even though, yes, we know that we want to position our podcast as a lead generation tool, we don't want our listeners to think, well, she's just here to sell to me. First and foremost, your podcast is there to nurture your audience and help them to, you know, some quick action steps that they can take. And ultimately over time, they can take that step because you have positioned yourself and your offer as the solution to their problem. Okay, well, that is it for today's episode. I hope you found this helpful. Drop me a DM on Instagram and let me know what you think. Um, I'll see you again on Thursday and have a great week. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Podcast to Amplify show. I want to hear from you. Reach out on Instagram and let me know your next action step towards creating a strategic and intentional podcast that grows your business and personal brand. Also, can I ask a favor? Can you share this episode on your story so more impact-driven female business owners just like you are encouraged to use their voices to make a global impact? Thanks so much and I'll see you in the next episode.